Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. These men, these people, later started gathering together and sharing what the apostles had shared with them. And disciples making more disciples. They gathered together. The Greek word is ekklesia. A gathering, an assembly. A group of people who gather together. That's the church. Sure, there are lots of organizations that meet regularly to take care of their business secular groups as well as religious ones. But as Pastor Robert will teach in his message today, the Christian gathering has something the others will never have, access to the lifeblood of God himself through the Holy Spirit. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 2, as he continues his message, continuing in Koinonia. Nothing had yet been written of the New Testament. Paul wasn't even saved. Peter, Matthew, James, John, they hadn't started writing anything. But every day they went into the temple courts and they taught people. And you see, that's where we get the biblical concept of church. Because you have those 11 and then they added Matthias to it. So you had 12 that the apostles every day would just go into the temple courts and it would be just like. You know, if you, if you knew that every day Pastor Robert was going to be over at North Shore Park hanging out, Raul Reese, the pastor in, in uh, Diamond Bar, California, the way his church started was he had a karate school. And word got around at the end of his karate classes, he was playing Pastor Chuck Smith's cassette tapes. And they'd all sit in a circle on the mat in the karate school. He'd lock the door unplug the phone, pop in a tape, and they'd listen to Pastor Chuck teach the Bible for an hour. They, listen, they gathered around a cassette tape player. Well, you got thousands of people gathering around the apostles, and one of the apostles starts sharing what Jesus had told them. Raul Reese started sharing what he learned from Pastor Chuck. These men, these people, later started gathering together and sharing what the apostles had shared with them. And disciples making more disciples. They gathered together. The Greek word is ekklesia. A gathering, an assembly. A group of people who gather together. That's the church. 
a group of people who gather together to be instructed by people who have been instructed by Jesus. It says they continued steadfastly in that. In other words, they were deliberate about it, intentional about it, and they were diligent at it. See, what I'm seeing a lot of times in our world today is people are kind of half-hearted about it. And I was thinking a lot about it this week. You know, it's like, man, what was it like for me when I first became a Christian? Nobody told me I had to go to church. I was a single man. Church hadn't been a part of my life in quite a while. But I knew I need other Christians. I need other people who are as excited about Jesus as I am. And I got excited about Jesus because Jesus went to work inside me. And as I began to read the Bible at home alone in my apartments, sitting in the living room floor, I would just sit down on the carpet, open my Bible. Usually I open my Bible and a box of Ritz crackers, some mustard, some salami, with a two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola. Because I stopped drinking beer, I stopped drinking bourbon, I stopped all that stuff. I didn't touch anything like that. For years and years and years afterwards, I was a teetotaler. I didn't touch any kind of alcohol. I took all of my secular music, all of my albums and everything, put them in the dumpster. I didn't want to be polluted by anything. I just wanted, I wanted nothing but the Word of God, books that were going to help me in my pursuit of the Word of God, music that was going to help me in my pursuit of the Word of God. I sat in the middle of the floor with it, but God showed me, you need other Christians. You need people to pray with. You need people to spend time with. I went to find some place to gather together. I was deliberate about it, and then I was diligent. I remember the first Sunday morning, I went outside, and it was pouring down rain. I grew up in Georgia. It's not like down here, but you have those thunderstorms, those tropical kind of downpours, even though we weren't in the tropics where it's just the bottom falls out and it's just pouring rain. And one Sunday morning, you know, and I'm, I'm all dressed up back then. I, I don't do that anymore. But back then, I dressed up for church and I had hair. Yes, I did. Ask my granddaughter about it. She'll tell you it all fell out on the floor because that's the best way I could figure out to explain it to her. She'll tell you Fafa's hair is out. It fell on the floor. Yeah, that's what happened. It all fell out. Back then I had hair. I walk out. I got my hair all blow. You know, I blow it dry. Get it all brushed. You know, got it all pretty. I walk out. It's pouring rain outside. Now I'm turning around. I'm not going to church in this. And God said, well, you would go to work. And I realized, wow, my paycheck's more important to me than Jesus. My boss didn't die for me. What am I doing? So I show up wet, looking stupid. Who cares? Who cares? You know, the things that keep people from church. Now, by the way, right now, on Sunday, we're looking at average attendance. How many people we got here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 24, 26, 20. We got like 30 people in the room. Now, that's one-tenth of what our space will accommodate. We can actually accommodate 300 people. We got 30 in the room right now. This is normally the big service. That tells me a whole bunch of people stayed home today, right? Right? 
Everybody agree with that? Now, if you stayed home today because you're sick, because you have a, a chronic illness, you know, you know you're vulnerable. One friend reached out to me last week and said, I don't know if you realize I'm diabetic, that's why I'm staying. Listen, okay, good. That's wisdom. Did you hear me? That's wisdom. If you have a chronic condition, it's wisdom not to gather together just yet. If you care for someone who has a chronic health, you know, serious chronic health condition, then it's wisdom. But a whole bunch of you are just staying home because you want to stay home. You'd rather sit with your pajamas and that's sin. But I'm scared. That's sin. You're being governed by fear rather than by the Spirit of God. It's sin. More about that later. Second activity. The second activity that we see there in verse 42, it's characterized by the Greek word koinonia. Now, it's translated into English, it's translated fellowship. That's really weak. The reason that it's really weak is that it's almost impossible to translate the Greek word koinonia. There's so much wrapped up in that one word. It's translated like three or four different ways just in the New Testament. And by the way, you don't really find the word koinonia too much outside the New Testament. It wasn't a common Greek word. Most of the Greek words that you find in the original Greek manuscripts of the New Testament, you can find in other Greek writing, Greek literature and that kind of, you can find it. You know, common, it was a common language of the day. But the word koinonia, not so much. The word koinonia is an unusual word. The reason that the word fellowship is a weak translation of it is just what the word fellowship signifies to us today. In, in the 20th century, 21st century, the word fellowship, for most of us, it just means hanging out. You know, we're just going to go in the, in the cafe, get a cup of coffee, maybe we'll spend half an hour together shooting the breeze. Probably superficial conversation, and we call that fellowship. Well, that's not koinonia. That's not koinonia. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio 